40 points the, the is line makes no ridiculous. Sense. Okay? That is that is an absurd number. So how many points there. do they think how many points do they think Ohio State's going to score? I think they think that Ohio State's going to score 50 and they're just going to shut out Rutgers at home, right? Or like hold them to a touchdown. I think that's the, what they're thinking. But the math has to math has to add up. Like okay, they're saying okay, like what forty nine, and then ten. So they think Ohio State's only going to score like forty eight and a half, forty nine points. Yeah. To be fair, if there's a prop, you've got to sell the house and put it all on Ohio State over forty eight or forty nine, right? Yeah. But for me, it's like I can see where they're coming from with Ohio State being favored by as much because Rutgers. Has only and they've played three Power Five opponents or three not even Power Five they've played three FBS opponents so far this year mm-hmm. and they scored only 16 against Temple, 10 against Iowa, and 22 at Wisconsin at Wisconsin at Boston College. So the most they've scored against a decent team that's not named Wagner is 22 points. So and again, this is the best defense that they will face. Um, until they face, you know, Penn State or Michigan. Um, Minnesota, October. Minnesota 20th. as well. They play Minnesota as well. So until they they, they get into the meat of this, this guy, this is the first real defense that they've they've faced all year. However, forty points I still think is ridiculous, especially when the over under is fifty eight. Right? That doesn't that doesn't, doesn't add up to me. That doesn't make any sense to me at all. It doesn't make any sense to me. At all. If you Rutgers, were to bet one, which one would you bet? I'm taking the over on the over under, but I'm not taking OSU covered 40. I just, a I, lot. 40 is a lot. Points. Also, look, this game is going to be done by the third quarter. Okay. Ohio State's going to be winning like 42 to like seven. And then I, I fully expect Rutgers to get like a touchdown or two in, uh, in garbage time. So. I, I see that over being, you know, clapped. That's that. That is that is that is an over for me. And then I don't see OSU covering. So Ohio State has covered, has scored seventy-seven on Toledo, fifty-two on Wisconsin in their last two games. Yeah. It, I don't they're think there. I, I I don't think there is a world. I I just don't think that there's a world where Rutgers can hold them to under 50 points. That's fine. I just – look, I, I think that's how bad Wisconsin is, as I think Rutgers possibly <laughs> has a better offense than Wisconsin. Okay, and Wisconsin managed to score 21 points on the on this uh, Ohio State defense. Okay? So – True. They did, I, have, they did have two of those 21 when Ohio State's uh, – Third strings and which would probably that, go that's nine, what I nine said. and three. That's what I said. Look, I said there's <laughs> going to be some garbage time touchdowns in this game, and and I'm going to be right about that because the, this game is going to be out of contention by the third quarter. Ohio State is a whole different beast than Rutgers. Oh, I'm just saying, dog. You get like like you've if you have like five hundred bucks just laying around, go put it in Fanduel. Bet Ohio State over. 48 and a half or 49, whatever it is, whatever that prop is, you would bet the over on it. Yeah. They're going to score 50 points this game. What was, um, 
Do you know what it was last year? Rutgers, the Ohio State. Rutgers, Ohio State score last year? No. Yeah. So I'm I'm curious. 52-13. Yeah. They didn't cover. They didn't cover. They didn't cover. They didn't cover. (laughs) That was 39. The prop is 39 and a half. That's a lot of points. That's a lot of points, bro. That's That's so many points. It's a ridiculous amount of points. Okay. I that that look good team. You know they're talking about the whole league. You know good 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 teams. You know win great teams cover or whatever. Forty mm. points is a tough ask. Okay, that's beating tough. a team by forty is tough, especially you know an in conference that sees yeah. you every year, that's been watching your tapes in summer, that's familiar with all your players. Like no. that's tough. That's tough. All right. Uh, Michigan State, Maryland. Michigan State's two and two, zero and one. The Big Ten. Maryland's three and one, zero and one. The Big Ten. They're playing this game on FS1 at three thirty uh, mm-hmm. at Maryland. Uh, Maryland eight and a half over under fifty nine and a half. Okay, how does this game have a higher over under than the Ohio State game? I'm so confused. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. I like the under, and I do like Michigan State points. I, I don't know if they'll win. Mm, that, I, I don't know the, if they'll win. That is the opposite of my opinion on this game. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, I have Maryland covering this game. I think Maryland might break the yardage record for throwing this game. I'm not even going to lie to you. Like, Michigan State's DBs can't cover anybody, and – through four games, Tulia has a f- 1,100 yards passing and seven touchdowns. He's really good. He's really good. And Maryland has really, really good, good receivers. And they've played some decent defenses. Like, SMU's a pretty decent team. They won that game. And Michigan, I think, has a much better defense than what they, they showed in that game because I think that's how good Maryland is. They scored 27 points on Maryland as, or on Michigan as well. So – I, I like this team against Michigan State to throw for a billion yards. So I apologize to our buddies over um, at Connor's website uh, at you know, Spartan Shadows. That's It's going to be a tough game to watch again on Saturday, but I, I see Maryland going for like 500 yards passing or something dumb. Is he – because I know that he didn't play at the end of the fourth. I'm just wondering if he is – If he's uh, healthy. He's a game-time decision ahead of Saturday's Michigan State. Yeah, I had some uh, the classic uh, Tagovailoa injury, which is ribs. <laughs> <laughs> both both him and Tua, I think I've seen multiple times banged up with like something with their ribs. Okay, it's always bigger oh, padding, please. Thank you. Oh, like man, this guy Talia. So, all right, so you got – their backup quarterback wasn't that bad last last week either. Wasn't that no. bad. I, I do think – I do think that Michigan State has a shot. Because, look, 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 the defensive coordinator is coaching for his job. Mm. Just got embarrassed, right? Yeah. I just think they are going to come out and they're going to play 
They're gonna they are they're gonna be similar to Northwestern. I just think they're gonna come out with nothing to lose. Their fans have already counted them out, kinda. So right. I just think they're gonna come out and I don't know if they're gonna win this game, but I would not be shocked if they end up losing by by a touchdown or less. I just can't see them going to Maryland and losing by by nine points or more. I just don't Man, see it. I've watched Michigan State's last two games. I can see it. I know, I know, but you got to factor in like, okay, if if the team is still bought in, I think that they're gonna fight for, for that coach. If they don't mess with that coach, they're gonna get blown out here. So we're gonna, so that's gonna tell me how they feel about their coach. True. We'll find out a lot about Michigan State this weekend. A lot, a lot. Because if they win this game, I they can be back into the. Oh, okay. They're not going to only be bowl eligible. They can they they, they can go seven to five, eight and four, uh, with the win against Michigan. They will call that a, a win of a year. If they go like eight and four, beat Michigan, and then win their bowl bowl game against like Kansas State or like Miami or something like that, they are on they're on cloud nine. Nine and four. Tuck's getting another hundred million. Another honey, another honey million for your boy, which is a <laughs> huge huge debate. A huge topic of conversation this week with his with his salary and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's and, a lot uh, of money to pay somebody for you know one good year, one really. Well, good year. I mean, they saw him leave after one year at Colorado, and then you then you hear the whispers of these SEC schools trying to poach him away. Like, yeah. I think Michigan State, I think their hands were forced. I think they had to do it, and I think they had to make that investment. Like, hey, maybe it doesn't look like the way we need it to right now, but yeah. we're going to pay for this now knowing in two years that he's going to have his guys. He's, you know, like, oh, man, I think the – I think they had – when D'Antonio left, I think they said that, like, 55 transfers left, and I believe five of them transferred to a Power 5 school. Yep. So that's the type of talent that, that was hanging around the football program. So like he's had to like fully, like fully like redo everything. And then like last yeah. year, you strike lightning in the bottle with Kenneth Walker, which may have which may have put duct tape on a lot of weaknesses and holes on last year's team. Covered a lot mm-hmm. of stuff that they they didn't see it until this year because of what Kenneth Walker was able to do. Um, now they're having a tougher time running the ball on top of that. Teams are now stacking the box more. And then you have Jaden Reed, who's was hurt for a while. He hasn't really been up to snuff. And then guys are keying in on Keon Coleman, on, who is a beast, by the way. But um, not having Walker back back there has kind of has kind of uh, – it's kind of like taking their weaknesses and just kind of like blowing them up in everybody's face. Yeah, but, it's definitely amplified their weaknesses to a point that now coaches are talking about getting fired. You know, you're after winning what eleven games? Eleven. Games games? Yeah. Eleven and two. Yeah. Eleven and two. Eleven and yeah. two, man. Um, and your two losses were to what at Purdue and then at Ohio State in your in your like first full season. Like that's a hell of a year. Yeah, that was a great year. I, I think I still think. By the way, Tucker's the right guy for the job. He's just he's I got think so some too. Holes it takes a while. all over this roster, including a quarterback. It's Noah Kim season. Noah Kim season. 
<laughs> no, but it's, uh, it's, um, you know, it's, I think that, I think that last year, as good as they were, I think last year almost hurt their long-term improvement because that year kind of, I'm not going to say it was a full mirage, but it, but it, it, it hit a lot of things that needed to change and they've, and they've lost several months of improving in those areas because they didn't know, right? Mm-hmm. But I think I think they'll I think they'll think they'll figure it out at some point. Um, okay, so you got Maryland eight and a half. I do have Maryland eight and a half. Yeah, cut that. All right, I got Michigan State eight and a half. I got Michigan okay. State eight and a half. Um, we're gonna be we're, one of us is gonna look really stupid next week. Yes. Yes. <laughs> 100% or we're both going to look stupid because like one wins and one we'll see we'll see I'll take Hold that on. I'll take that at this point there's a lot of we have a lot of disagreements on the, on the, the yeah we wise. do yeah we do all right last game on BTN night game your boys the Hoosiers three and one one and oh in the Big Ten going to Nebraska Nebraska's one and three or one in the Big Ten Nebraska's five point favorites I think the most egregious part is the over under, I believe, is the highest of the day. Yes, at, at sixty one. Yes. <laughs> are, are both defenses this bad? Like, is no. is that it? Is that it? No. Or no, Indiana's defense is actually not bad, and they're not as bad as what they showed against Cincinnati last weekend. They let up forty five points to Cincinnati last weekend, um, and thirty points at home to Western Kentucky. By the way, Western Kentucky team that brought us to overtime actually looks good. Like uh, they went on and beat FIU seventy three nothing last week. Oh, um, we got moral victories for Western Kentucky. Is that what we're doing? Uh, look, when you're look at the bottom of the Big Ten East, you gotta you gotta find something to grasp onto. Okay, <laughs> this is one of those things. I you know moral victories or whatnot. Um, yeah, I mean, look for the Cincinnati game. It was a tough look for the Hoosiers last week because we were down what thirty-eight to ten and a half. Like that game was over at halftime. It's a four-score game. Um, that's just so almost impossible to come back from. And they they ended up actually making it, you know, a little bit closer as a two-score game at one point in the second half. Um, but that being said, and all my belief in the Hoosiers. That being said, I think Nebraska wins this game. There you you think so? I think Nebraska wins this game. I, I think that um, when I look at this game for the Hoosiers, right, our weakness is our offensive line. And the weakness for Nebraska is their defensive line. So it's weakness on weakness. Mm. And, I, and I think that our offensive line is actually so <laughs> – it might be the worst, like, unit in the Big Ten. Like you look up and down the Big Ten, I think the Indiana's offensive line is in the is in the bottom three, um, and, and and that includes like Northwestern's entire team. So, like, I I just don't see a world in which Indiana is given um, time to throw the ball because Connor Bazelak's like one oh eight for. Uh, he has 108 completions for like 1,100 yards, which looks really, really good. But he's given like maybe two and a half seconds to throw the ball every down. Like the, there is constantly people in the backfield. There's constantly people, um, you know, they rush three, the two gets the quarterback somehow, right? Like 
it, it's insane what this offense is having to deal with, and we're still scoring points. So that's why I get why the over-under 61. It's just I don't think that Indiana is going to have the firepower on offense to um, make the difference in this game. Gotcha. So you think Nebraska and the points? Nebraska and the points, yes. I think that they, that they will win by more than five. I think they're five right now. It was three. Now it's five. Like, I think Vegas knows something number. as well. Yeah. I have such a weird number. Who has, it is, who has Nebraska beaten? Nebraska North beat Northwestern. No, no, no. Sorry, North they lost Northwestern. North Dakota, 38 North Dakota. Then they lost to Georgia Southern. They had lost a bye week Oklahoma. last week. Then they were bye. Was Indiana bye? No. Indiana played no. Cincinnati last weekend. Uh, so That's what I'm saying. It's also coming off a of bye, like – I feel like that they'll be more prepared for this game than Indiana will because they have two weeks to kind of watch yeah. film on, on IU, including watching a game in which they got picked apart by Cincinnati. That They will have learned a ton about what it takes to beat IU after last weekend because all of IU's uh, you know deficiencies were on display, including uh, a Cincinnati team that wasn't really like throwing the ball a lot, just completely and utterly annihilating our secondary that's supposed to be good. Um, and I, I like Nebraska's quarterback, like Casey Thompson's a good QB. Uh, I, yes, I, this, I again, this Nebraska team, it looks like they're lifeless when they play, but I, I do think if given that they're home, it'll be a sellout because it's always a sellout because there's nothing else to do in Nebraska. Um, <laughs> like they'll get with the home crowd behind them. Like I can see them pulling out this game and, and beating IU. I'm rooting for a good game. I think we're going to have a good game either way. Um, I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be fun. I think you're you're going to see some weird mistakes. And oh yeah, <laughs> those are the most oh, those yeah. are the most entertaining games. The, what's the over under on how many coaching mistakes there are? This game? <laughs> like 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 game decisions because like Tom Allen, God bless his soul, is one of the worst game managers in the Big Ten, and that's saying something in a conference full of of coaches that have no idea how to to use the clock. Um, and then is Tom Nebraska, hot? what is Tom seat seat hot or not really? Oh no 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 no. You don't win eight games in Indiana two seasons in a row and have a hot seat, okay? Like, <laughs> the amount of eight-win seasons Indiana has is, like, in the tens. Like, it's, like, maybe 10, 11 seasons that Indiana's won more than eight games and up, like, eight-plus games. Oof. Like, in the hundred years we've been playing, and two of them are under him. Recently, too. Jeez. Um, and last year was a complete disappointment because we we're on our fourth string QB five games in. So mm. I, I'm not gonna even pretend like his seat is hot. It's it's not hot. But if you were if if you were him if you were him yeah if you were yeah. goal eligible this year, would you go look for another job? Seeing where the Big Ten's kind of is right now, I'm not sure. Because I, I think, honestly, with the influx of uh, the other teams coming in the Big Ten, right, we're adding the California teams and possibly in the future adding more teams, I think okay. the Big Ten's going to move away from divisions. And when that happens, when that happens, that allows teams like Indiana to have a chance, a chance at competing with the big guys, okay? there There is a yep. 
much better chance. Because, look, Indiana, Maryland, Rutgers are always going to be where they are because of where they are put in the conference, right? They are supposed to be the punching bags for Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan, and Michigan State, Mm -hmm. right? We're meant to be there because we have to play these guys every single year. Four, that's four losses a year. Um, that's, that's four losses a year. And then you add in the fact that Indiana has had to play Minnesota two out of the last three years. You play Purdue every year with yeah. IU, right? So the crossovers aren't great either. So I, Indiana's stuck in this tough, tough position. When they get out of divisions and they're allowed to have an eight-game Big Ten schedule where they play Maryland, Nebraska, Northwestern, Rutgers, Illinois, Minnesota, <laughs> Michigan, Ohio State, uh, maybe Purdue instead of Ohio State. Right? And your two big games are Minnesota, Michigan, and Purdue. Like, There's a chance there for Indiana to actually go out go, and make some right. noise in the conference and build some momentum. But it's hard for a team like IU when you have two eight-win seasons in a row and then you play the schedule that Indiana had last year, playing starting the season at Iowa – and then going on the road and playing at Michigan, at Ohio State. Like, it, it's tough. Yeah. It's really tough to keep momentum when you just, you know, you can't show two more than two seasons in a row where you have, like, decent progress. Also, like, this, it sounds nuts, but it's really not insane. Like, when they go to a 12-team playoff, it's not unattainable anymore. No, it's not. It's, it's, it's not unattainable. It goes from, like, a, a, a – under one percent chance, right? Oh, under like, zero. Under uh, yeah, zero. under zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's be honest. <laughs> I'm giving us too much. I'm giving IU too much. Credit. It's like a zero percent chance to like a five to ten percent chance, which any Indiana fan, past and present, will bite your hand off for. Because 100%. all we want is just to see IU playing with the big boys once in a while. Like we're IU is never going to win the Big Ten with Ohio state and Michigan at its peak powers, like they are right now. Right. Like yeah. they're, they're not going to, not going to do that, but you know, we could sneak in at a title game shot, right? Like why can't we be runners up hundred percent. And that's like, Hey, Northwestern can do it after, after losing every non-conference game. I believe Northwestern has been in there two out of the last three full seasons. Yeah. I, I, I believe, um, or they were in there during the COVID season, but yeah, it was like what 20, 2020 and twenty eighteen, I want to say. Um, yeah, it's like they did a really nice job, and you know, you know, getting the right matchups and being able to win the right games, and it can happen. It can really happen, man. Um, let's pivot because I do want to talk about this. It's not going to be a long conversation, but um, I just want to, I just want to say how stupid it is. Like, unlike in other sports that football you can you you commit somewhere and then you will go on a visit two days later to a different school Mm -hmm. like why is that normal because this guy is trying to get the bag like it doesn't make sense to me it doesn't make sense like i understand the players want to you know have their cake and eat it too but if you're a coach why would you it's just weird. It's just so strange. It's just so strange. Like, like this this one kid committed to Michigan State, and then he visited somewhere else two or three days later, 
yep. and then decommitted from Michigan State and then committed to that school. Like, just doesn't make sense to me, like, at all. Are these coaches holding these kids to a fire, forcing them to commit by a certain day or their scholarship will be revoked? Like, I don't understand. I just don't get it. I just don't get it, especially – why would you push for a commitment like that? If you if you have to go to those levels, why would you push for that commitment knowing on signing day? We've seen so many flips on signing day, it's unreal. And now yep. when you add in NIL, I mean, you're going to you, you thought there were flips before. I think those flip numbers are just going to just go up. Oh yeah. Not now. Yeah, right? Anybody can flip it's, anybody now cuz you just offer them more money. Right. right. It's just it's just one it's just one phone call. Hey, I'm on the phone with, you know, big oil down down here in Texas. What's yeah. the number? You know? Yeah. And so I well, here, I have a different perspective on this, right? Because like I am looking at this from the perspective of they're seventeen to eighteen year old kids, right? And mm-hmm. like I know everybody's like, they're kids, and then the counter argument is like, well, their parents are also helping them make decisions. It's like that's the problem. The, the, <laughs> the kid knows what he that's the kid knows what he wants to do, right? Like you can ask any high school athlete, like, oh, where would you want to go to college? And they'll be like, oh, bro, like you know, I grew up an FSU fan, I love FSU, or oh, bro, I, I grew up in an LSU fan or an Alabama fan, like you know, Easy. Uh, insert with, team. With me, it was North Carolina. Like that was right. That was my that was that was my team. Was right, my and you you grew up a fan. And then it's when the parents realize, oh, shit, my son's a four-star athlete from you know South Florida being recruited by schools from Texas, California, Michigan, Ohio State. Like, he can go anywhere he wants. And, you know, he's sitting there with his FSU beanie in the background. <laughs> but FSU only offers him 400 k a year, and Ohio State's offered him 1.2 mil and, you know, a Lamborghini to come play linebacker, right? Ohio State. And so where do you think he's going to end up going is Ohio State, no matter how much he likes FSU. But he can go on a visit to FSU and sit there and be like, yeah, you know what? I'll give you my verbal commitment here. And the parents sit down and talk to him five days later. Like, are you sure you want to do that? You have this much money. He's like, you know what? Maybe you're right. Maybe I should take the money. And then he flips. Right. And that's only going to happen more with with NIL. And it's only going to happen more with, you know, not – not only just the money being involved, but now parents being way, way more involved because of the money. So yeah. it's for me, it's like, does the kid have a good support system? Are they going through the recruiting process the right way? If I see somebody take a visit to another team after uh, committing to my school, right? I'm in my back of my mind. I'm like, what's their, you know, what's their whole process, right? Like, what what are they what are they behind the scenes? What was him and his his inner circle doing that they were are willing to make these verbal commitments or even hard commits, and then be like, you know what? Now nah, I'll take another visit, right? Because that, that to me just screams red flags, right? Because yeah. like if you're gonna give somebody your word, you're gonna come, you should do that. But at Absolutely. the same time, at the same time, I don't blame you if you're chasing the bag, right? Like like let's be honest here, like. <laughs> I'm on Ant's podcast. If somebody comes out here, no matter how loyal I am to Ant, if somebody comes out here and be like, Matt, I'm paying you 1.5 million years to do podcasts, I'm like, bye, Ant. See ya. <laughs> right? 
Like, like, and, and I'm I'm 25 and I'm a grown man and I can make my own decisions. I'm not 18, right? Like, I'm not sitting right. here like so overwhelmed because these kids go from making nothing in high school to being offered now they're gonna be offered like 500k a year. Like, that's crazy. It's an it's an insane amount of money. Like, that's money that that changes your life if you if you plan correctly with it. Of course. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Yeah. I just wonder, because I do know when it comes to the transfer portal, I do know that there are um, there are NIL agencies out there that do a lot of orchestrating once you transfer, where they'll like sign a contract with 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 you, and they'll reach out to schools, right? And they'll they'll sell you to the highest bidder, then then they'll take like twenty percent of whatever that the NIL cost was, right? I wonder mm-hmm. if those agencies are doing anything during the <clears throat> during this period as well. Um, I I haven't heard of an example of that. I just wonder if that's also happening in the background too, where a kid say he wants to go to you know this school, but like say he wants to go to UCLA, yeah. but it's but Texas, Tennessee, and Georgia are the real three options based off of the NIL, right? Like yep. he's going to go to one of those three schools, not where he wants to go, yeah. unfortunately. Um, I, w- I wonder if those agencies are playing a game like during that part as well too. So I haven't heard anything about it, but I do know that they play a big part in the portal. Uh, just don't know how they play a part with kids coming out of high school. I do know that there's agents out there that do that, but yeah, um, but not sure if there are like. It's like I don't know. It's different where there's like agents who pretty much act as an agent, like in the player's best interest, right? Quote unquote. And then yep. you have agencies who act as like a third party, who are just like auctioning you off to whoever they want, type of deal. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. It's. It's wild. It's wild out there. It's the wild, wild west right now for recruiting. Wild, wild west. It, it's only going to get crazier as people, you know, figure out loopholes and other ways to, you know. Get, I'm still shook. I'm still shook over Go Blue Jabo looking like Jordan Jordan Poole, man. Bro, he looks like Jordan Poole so much. It's actually crazy. It's, like doppelganger. It's, it's the face. It's literally. It's like almost his entire face looks the same. Yes. It looks exactly the same. And I'm like, yeah. what is going on? What is happening right now? I just don't I just don't understand, dog. I just don't understand. Just you see uh, the two future Big Ten teams, right? UCLA and USC also play this weekend. You see UCLA 4-0 oh. plays Washington at home 4-0. Oh, Washington's going to smoke them. You know, Washington's only favored by two and a half in that game. Oh, that should be easy. Yeah, I think Washington, Washington should win. 10-30 Washington on ESPN. That'll be a good watch. Washington should um, win the game. Yeah, and then Arizona State travels to USC. They just fired Herm Edwards, so I think USC wins that one by a lot. But yeah. Yeah, Arizona. Well, Herm got fired in the end zone. You saw that video? Yeah, yeah, he did. Like Herm got met by like his two uppers, like right there in the end zone, and fired him right there. Absolutely. Yeah, just, yeah, That's crazy. But- so but I think that's what the coaching market's got to be now, right? Especially now, money. There's now more money on the table floating around in college football, right? With NIL, right. Um, 
and getting a good coach in, you can get guys not only just through NIL deals, right? Because Arizona State's got got a lot of money, mm-hmm. but also you can get guys in the transfer portal, right? You get you get your coach in early, right? You get you hit the portal early, you can have a good team next year, right? I think mean, you know Tucker obviously Mel Tucker showed that at Michigan State last year. Like you could do that instantly. Exactly. Now. Exactly. Oh, Washington UCL is tomorrow. That's what you were saying. Okay. Oh, it's tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. They play tomorrow night, so that's a Friday. They play on a Friday. Um, we're recording this on a Thursday. This a this should be up tonight. This should be up tonight. Um, but yeah, this is uh Washington UCLA is on Friday. What other games are on? What other games are on? Let me look. Let me see. Week five. Man, Trevor Noah's dating Dua Lipa now. Really? He's got everything. He's chilling. He's chilling. I didn't know how I was going to feel about him, you know, taking over for, um, what's the one guy's name? The Daily Show? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I didn't know, but like, he's done a seamless job. Like, he's really good. Yeah. Like, usually yeah. you're like, usually like when things happen like that, the show either dies or people are like, eh, but he's really made it his. Yep. He's, he's really his. good. He's he's a funny, funny guy. He's really talented. Super talented. And now he has the hottest girl in the world as a girlfriend. So good for him. <laughs> Dua Lipa. What is she looking like again? Hold on. You right, know Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa. You know, you know I really don't. I really don't. No, you definitely do. If Dua Lipa. Okay, Dua Lipa or Transformers Megan Fox. Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa or Margot Robbie from Wolf Wolf. Uh, still Dua Lipa. I'm a Dua Lipa simp. What? So you're not, you're, yep, no. Nah. Dua Lipa uh, or Kylie Jenner? We talking Kendall? That's different. Kylie? No. <laughs> Uh, so you, okay. Dua Lipa's eye. She's not better than nah, Megan she's Fox. No, no, no. Not nah, better nah. than Megan Fox Transformers. Nah, no, 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 no. Or Margot nah, Look, I, and I love Megan Fox. Don't get me wrong. Megan Fox, Megan Fox, a hometown hero. She's from, she's from my area. Go look at the video. Nate said, go look at the video of Dua Lipa on Twitter. Where's it at, Nate? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Thank you, Nate. Nate's got my back. He knows. Where should I go to? Whose Twitter is it under? Look at the video. Is that the one where she's like singing and just like going down the uh Yes. The microphone? The one? fan cam? Yeah. Nate knows Listen, what's up. He knows. Dua Lipa have some mercy. She can sing too. Like, mm. oh, okay. All right. Look, 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 look. She's not better than Margot Robbie from Wolf yes, Wall Street. Yes, yes, or yes, Megan Fox out yes, of Transformers. Yes. This is just nostalgia kicking it. She is. This is not nostalgia. This is nostalgia. Oh. This is nostalgia. That's what it is. Old. How old is she? Dua Lipa age, 27. 
She's not. No, no way. You know what? I'm putting out a, a Twitter poll. Twitter poll should tell me exactly what's on people's minds. This All doesn't right. need to be Twitter poll. I need to be proven right on this. All right. So, okay. So, okay. So, Dooley, but what is she known for? Singing. She's a singer. She's a pop star. All right. How should I phrase this? Need to see where everyone's at. And then we're going to go. Who sh- okay. Who should I go with first? Just do Dooley first. Do a leap of first, okay. And then Margot Robbie. Yes. Margot Robbie. And then let's go with Megan Fox. Yeah. Just did it in alphabetical order. But I'm gonna but I'm gonna say prime. I'm gonna say prime Dua Lipa. <laughs> prime Dua Lipa. <laughs> Just so, just so, just okay, so they know. Okay, okay, right, okay, right, right, right. Okay, because, okay. because look, because, because, because what that does is that someone can think that, okay, Mega Fox now or Mega Fox then, like, like, no, 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 at their peak, like, who was it? Like, who uh-huh. was it? All right, so I'm going to go with, um, how long should I make the poll? Four hours? Sure. All right, we should know. We should know four hours. Okay, need to see where everyone's at. Prime Dua Lipa, Prime Margot Robbie, Prime Mega Fox. All right, send. Listen, and don't know. I'm looking at this poll. It's already 100% Dua Lipa. So I mean, (laughs) the facts, the facts speak for itself, man. (laughs) It's got three votes, and it's still Dua Lipa. I'm just letting you know. I'm just letting you know. I'm speaking the people's truth here. Oh my goodness. All right, we'll see. We'll see. Margo we'll is see. hot, though. Yeah. Margo is my girl. Nate, tell him, Nate. Tell him, Nate. All right, y'all. Um, so that's it for Big Ten Coast to Coast. We kind of hit on pretty much everything today. Uh, Matt, you got anything else, man? Nah, I just uh, I look forward to uh, you know, a weekend full of games. I'm going to miss some of the early window games on Saturday because I have to move on Saturday, which is a lot of fun. I love moving. But uh, I'll be in a... You know the the online videos for uh, Indiana game. So yeah. All right. Just want to give you a heads up. Margot Robbie's in first. Megan Fox is in second. My God. People have that's no fi- that's that's hey, that's fifty four votes in like third like thirty seconds. So. I don't Man, Dua Lipa slander is out of hand. It really is. Twenty point four percent prime Dua Lipa, and it's all you. <laughs> it, it might only be me. I don't know. I'm gonna make a bunch of Twitter accounts just to pump this up. I don't care. We're botting this. You gotta do what you gotta do. Oh man, that's so funny. All right, y'all. I'll holler at you. See you, Matt. See ya.